that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Alicia Thayer. And today we're talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2, Episode 13, One of Us, which originally premiered on March 17th, 2015. In which Cal wants vengeance, so he rallies a team of quote-unquote supervillains to crush the shield. Meanwhile, May turns uh, to her ex-husband, Dr. Andrew Garner, to help with a crisis threatening the harmony of the team. Dun-dun-dun! <laughs> so, time. yeah. yeah. I, I said quote-unquote supervillains because, with one exception, they're not that super. <laughs> but we'll get into that. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, we start out with a uh, woman, um, watching a movie called Magnificent Obsession, which definitely describes Cal, who we're about to see in a second. But from what I saw from the synopsis, it has nothing to do with being obsessed with anything. So I don't know. I was hoping it'd be a superhero movie, but they didn't have a lot of those in 1935. I, I, got, I, I got nothing for you for there. Okay. I <laughs> did not know if I lost you both. <laughs> nope. I was like, I, I, I was like, there's a big silence and I have nothing to say about this because it's a movie I have never seen and probably have no interest in seeing. Yeah. Exactly it's also, the same here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have no other facts other than it came out in 1935. But um, we see the woman there who we find out is Carla Faye Gideon who in the comics she is in one issue of Daredevil where she played an abused wife mm. uh, but the actress is a person named uh, Jesse Graff who's usually a stunt performer in a lot of like superhero movies she was um, uh, she was Natasha's uh, stunt double in Iron Man 2 she was oh. um in Ant-Man and the Wasp, I'm fine talking about it because it's not a spoiler. She was the Wasp stunt double. She was Wonder Woman stunt double. She was Supergirl stunt double on the TV show. And a lot more stuff I didn't decide to write down. Oh, wow. She does a lot. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she gets a knock on the door. And she opens the door and there's a bunch of creepers there. Uh, we Wait, see are Cal. we still talking about this movie? Oh, no. I was like, wait, are we still talking about this random ass movie? No, we're talking about the episode. No. no. I gotcha. <laughs> like, why are we giving a description of this movie? People can go watch it. <laughs> I'm assuming since they're used in the show, it's in the public domain. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we get, uh, she opens the door and it's a bunch of, bunch of creepers. Uh, it's Cal, who we know. And then two other creepy-looking guys, who she automatically slams the door on. Which, to be fair, I would have used the peephole first. <laughs> but it's a good reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, uh... She, um... Changes her mind when uh, Cal says they're going to take down S.H.I.E.L.D. And to prove their... Good faith, I guess? They decide to take the gloves off when we find out what her superpower is. She has knives for ha- metal for hands. Yeah, she she's got she's got razor blades on her fingers. And according to what we find out later, she grafted them onto herself. Ow! Yeah, Just I mean, ow! From looking at it, it looks like she's got bolts through her fingers, like screws. I just sliced open my finger recently. I don't want to. No, no. Yeah, as someone who has cut my hands multiple times and no. cut myself shaving, ooh, isn't that, that like the? I feel like this is the wor- worst quote unquote superpower ever no. made. Yeah, 
so much pain so much pain yeah so okay so i guess i missed the part where they say that she grafted them on yeah it's later Uh, okay um when they're talking about her so so this isn't really like a power like this is just well she is she is enhanced how technically she's enhanced she enhanced her nails into knives so why even she'll like, why didn't they just take it off of her? Like, why did... That's my she... question. <laughs> Shield, you have the technology. Consent. That's why. She probably consent. didn't consent. But but she consented to be a prisoner? Like, I, I, I think she That's was under house different. arrest. She killed That's people. what it sounded like. No, she killed people and then got under house arrest. But she didn't... You still have to consent even as a prisoner for surgery. Hmm. All right, I'll I'll take that one. But <laughs> I mean, I just in in real world that is completely true. In this world, where there is super secret spy organization who used to be run by Hydra, yeah, I, that one I don't got. <laughs> and I feel like this, even if Hydra, you know, they wanna they kept Abomination alive because they wanted to use him and stuff like that. I don't feel like she's a very useful person like, as a superpowered person or as a person person because she killed people. <laughs> yeah, we also meet our two other um, superpowered people in this scene. We get Wendell Levi, who has no comic book person, but he does play Mysterious Man in the Runaways TV show that we'll get to way down the line. Ooh. Yeah, he's very mysterious. I thought we could definitely put that in because I don't think it's a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, if I can, and then if we I remember also... correctly, that's a he has a big part in the series, right? He's in like every episode. Well, yeah. When when you find out who Mysterious Man is, that's a big deal. But he's <laughs> he's just Mysterious Man as of right now. <laughs> Not and Mysterio, then, uh... just Mysterious Man. No, Mysterio supposedly, no spoilers because we don't know the facts yet. He's supposedly in the next Spider-Man movie. Ooh. I didn't yeah. know that. I am oh. really hoping for that because I would love a very different uh, villain for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah. And then our other um person is Francis Noche, which is Mexican for Francis Knight. <laughs> which... Moon Knight. Moon Knight. No, he's he has also has no super um no comic book kind of part, mm-hmm. but he played a terrorist in Iron Man one, and he's also a stunt guy in Ant Man and Iron Man one, the actor, not not the character, because that would be very meta. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we move on to mm-hmm. Sky, and her new home on the bus. Uh, she and Coulson are um enjoying a nice grilled cheese. Uh. It's apparently very good because uh, Coulson has a secret grilled cheese recipe, which is now my goal for the entirety of the show to find out what Coulson's grilled cheese recipe is. (laughs) Well, so here's a question. Is it a recipe of like what goes in it or is it also how he makes it? That's that's a good question. Because maybe he just uses normal cheese and and bread i don't know i don't know if i've ever made a grilled cheese in my life actually i don't know what else goes in a grilled cheese other than cheese and and bread Um, Uh my dad does have a secret trick with grilled cheese uh, you're supposed to butter the outside of the bread but he uses mayonnaise instead Uh! no it it grills off but it makes it more moist no no are you one of those people who just don't like mayonnaise Oh, I like wrong. mayonnaise just fine, but the I just no. Hmm? no. Well, you'll never have a. I'll never make you a grilled cheese. Okay. I'm gonna be. Next time I see you, I'm gonna come with like a grilled cheese for everybody else except for you, Alicia. I like grilled cheese. God damn it. I'm such a child in the house. I'm like, I love grilled cheese. We're like, ah, I'd be so upset. I am evil enough to qualify for Cal's evil team. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Tony, way to just give away a family recipe. Jeez, now everyone knows it. Yeah, I'm pretty (laughs) sure. I don't know if it's a family recipe. I'm pretty sure other people have done it before. 
before your family? I mean, what if this goes back generations? Then I just screwed up. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, Coulson lets Sky know that she'll be put on the index, and um, we find out that uh, Sky, much like Reyna, f- she found out about her history. She got exactly what she wanted, but she's instantly regretting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alicia, did you have something for this part? Uh, which part is this? You had something for New Home on the Bus. Oh, that was just the. I think we talked about it last episode, where she's in the in the room where even an Asgardian can't escape out of. I was just like, well, she put herself in basically forever timeout. <laughs> forever timeout. It it literally is. This is basically unless somebody else lets her out of there, she's not really getting out very easily if they don't want her to that's true so yeah she's pretty much putting herself back in quarantine yeah she's Mm -hmm. in quarantine again except without the medical crap yeah so it's gonna be a little bit more comfortable yeah Yeah, i didn't think of it like that no i don't think it is because was there a bed in there originally or she like a bed get moved in there i think she probably brought a bag a bed in or a bag whatever (laughs) Yeah. Um. So, uh, we get to uh the part when uh Coulson and May are talking about uh Sky's info, and yeah. So there, there was um some interesting info there with the pop up. So, um, we get like a I don't know, it's like a second or two of uh kind of some information, and one of the things that that pops up there uh, about Sky in her profile is that um, it lists who her supervisor is. Um, and it's specifically director Phil Coulson. So, hmm. yeah, it, it wasn't May who was her SO. It wasn't anyone else. It was, like, her supervisor. Um, and this specifically, by the way, because the pop-up is for her being on the index. So this is the index supervisor, not, like, shield supervisor. Oh, okay. Because I was thinking <laughs> because... supervising officer. Oh, no, no. Um, because this same information shows up later when Coulson and I want to say Mac, uh, someone else, maybe, oh, Bobby, when Coulson and Bobby uh, were waiting and they were looking at the index information for um, the people Cal is rounding up, the, his, um, what is it? There's four of them, right? So his Sinister Four. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they're looking Soon at that. Soon to be and they Sinister any, Five. Uh, five okay (laughs) so uh the sinister five or the four of them at least who are on the index because cal's not um they don't have like a supervisor info but they have all the other miscellaneous information yeah these those guys seem like they're the ones who should be supervised more than sky (laughs) right yeah probably a good idea for them yeah (laughs) can i just go unless this data go ahead good Oh, I was just going to say, unless this data has been updated since S.H.I.E.L.D. fell and they just removed all of the supervisors because you have the index, but no one actually watching people. Yeah, very easily hacked, apparently. Uh, I just had a thought about Razorblade Hand Lady. What if she needs to pick Uh her nose? (laughs) She learns very quickly not to. She did not think this through when she Razorbladed herself. No. Anyway, well, we go to uh, Simmons, who's looking at Sky's new fancy new DNA, and they keep using this. She keeps using the same words to describe the DNA. It has new macromolecules. Macromolecules. Right. I looked up what macromolecules Macro- are, and they're just uh-huh. giant molecules. Like DNA is a macromolecule because there's a lot of atoms. So she just so basically no different than. Or she has new ones. She's like has double DNA. Like we have forty six chromosomes. I'm assuming she has ninety two. Yikes. Which, I guess, is is she are inhumans more powerful than mutants? Because mutants just have different DNA, but they don't have ninety two chromosomes. That's a good question. I don't know if chromosomes equal power. I'm just assuming. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I never cared for either the Inhumans or the X-Men comics or anything, you know, mutants and stuff. Yeah. So I don't really know how the power levels differ. Um, but from what I know, it always kind of seemed like they were roughly the same. Mm-hmm. At least they have they, they have a range of, you know, how powerful they can be. Yeah. So I, I don't There's know. There's actually probably an easy way to find this out. Recently, like in the last three or four years, there was an X-Men versus Inhumans event. But I never read it. <laughs> But whoever one's more powerful, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But um, we find out that Simmons is uh, mad at Fitz, but not because Fitz lied to her. It's because Fitz lied to science, which is worse than lying to <laughs> Simmons. <laughs> Way worse. You know, when they did their, their graduation ceremony, they all took an oath and they all... Uh, you know, they all pledged to science that they would always be truthful. Yeah, they all they all put their hands on a microscope instead of a Bible. <laughs> yeah, yep, mm-hmm. exactly. I believe it. It's kind of like the it's kind of like the Hippocratic oath, but for scientists. Mm-hmm. The hip hippopotamus oath. I don't know. Couldn't make that work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but because uh, Simmons is venting about how Fitz lied to science, Bobby uh, feels guilty about lying to Hunter about whatever their lie is um did we skip over in this episode or last episode the fact that hunter got captured by mac um we kind of skipped over it um so last week it was the final scene that we talked about and uh all we saw was mac knocked out hunter and that was okay well now mac is uh has chained hunter to the sink in his bathroom which must make bathroom time quite awkward. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wonder why why was that room chosen? I mean, I don't know anything about like that apartment room it looks like, mm-hmm. but uh yeah, it kind of seems like like they they could have chosen a better room. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess does does every agent have their own built-in bathroom to their room? I had assumed that was like just a random place. Like maybe it was an apartment, but maybe it was a like hotel or something that he. he oh, rented. so you don't even think he's on base anymore? Yeah, I. Oh, I assumed they were. They were. On base. <sighs> I thought they were on base because of how the extraction goes later. Hmm. I have to watch it more closely. That is a good point. I assumed that this was a bathroom attached to uh, Max bedroom. Doesn't answer why he would have a bathroom attached to his bedroom, right? But but I assume because that'd be like the safest place to be. Why would they keep him in the bathroom? They could have just tied him to a chair if he were in a hotel room or in someone's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, some something doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm just going. I'm just going to ignore this and move on. <laughs> Works for me. So then we go on to meet the consultant to give who's going to give uh, Sky her psych evaluation. The consultant, different the consultant. consultant than the regular different consultant. consultant. <laughs> I couldn't think of a good name. The the I was about to say psychic psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> um, May goes to get him from uh, Culver University, which is the same university where the Incredible Hulk took place, where that big mm. battle happened. Somehow, not surprised. Yeah. Still well, do you know. like that movie. You know, there's only one university in all the MCU, so this must be it. That's this and MIT, because we know that uh, that uh, Stark went there. But yeah, we meet um, the psychologist, the psych professor, Andrew Gardner. And Andrew, um, we find out, is May's husband! Yes! Oh, shock it up! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, like a, <laughs> just like a husband, he did not cool with her going back in the field. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just did like we... an... Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Did we know she used to be married? I forget. We, like, I, I yes. remember we found out one episode, yep. but yeah. Okay. Yeah, sometime this season, I believe... Uh, I think Bobby talked to her about it when they were going undercover the first time with Hunter. 
Okay, that sounds familiar. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But um, just like uh, Maywood, she definitely did not call him back to tell her that she was alive. But luckily, he called her mom. Right. <laughs> I was like, well, about that. Yeah. Um, a little bit about the actor. He's a guy named Blair Underwood, who doesn't have any superhero credits, but he was in the TV show with Clark Gregg called The New Adventures of Old Christine, which I had never seen. I, it was somewhat entertaining. I, I watched a few episodes. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I remember it was uh, Elaine from Seinfeld, right? Yep. Yeah, she oh, was. Yeah. She's the old Christine. But um, she's having new adventures. Yes. So the reason she's the old Christine is because her ex-husband, who's Clark Gregg, um, I don't remember if he gets married or just meets someone else, but he, he ends up with another lady who is also named Christine. So she's oh, the new Christine. Dick move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway um this guy goes to see does does um andrew's character in old christine uh does he marry or date elaine i have absolutely no idea uh, i okay. only saw like five episodes and i don't know if i would have even recognized him if, if i saw it too like i only recognize clark gray because now i know who clark gray is Mm. Okay. I was just gonna say it would be a lot more awkward because if this guy was dating your girlfriend's ex, or this was your girlfriend's ex, that'd make it more confusing. Never mind. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Andrew goes with uh May to the base. He obviously agrees to give Sky a psych evaluation, and um. Fitz's reaction to uh to May being married or being formerly married is probably what uh, Alicia's reaction was when she found out May was married. Just like uh, do what? Oh, ho- holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> Say what? <laughs> yeah. So um Simmons sees him and immediately wants uh him to write Sky prescription for meds. Um. Yeah, Simmons was on my uh, on my shit list there for a little while. I was like, yeah. Simmons, I love you, but you are annoying me greatly right now. <laughs> yeah, and then um, he he obviously says no. He wants to see the patient first, so he goes to see her, and Sky is not happy with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but uh, no. May knows exactly how to convince sky to go along with it <laughs> yeah give, give little details about married may <laughs> yeah all, all she had to do was tell sky that uh they used to be married and she was like well okay <laughs> right and uh yeah but again she's being like making little jokes about it and stuff which like i talked about last episode that's her avoidance behavior she's trying to avoid <clears throat> the serious situation by making jokes and playing around. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, even here she asks uh, Andrew, does she, do you guys have pillow talk or more pillow stirring looks? <laughs> <laughs> it's still funny. <laughs> I laughed at work when I was watching that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, shut up, Alicia, you can't laugh. <laughs> And so there's a little uh, give and take between them, which I like. He gives a little bit of details about married life with May, and then she actually opens up a little bit where yep. what she's afraid of. Like, she's afraid of losing agent status, but in my mind, she's more afraid of losing her family because this is the only family she's ever known. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she, I mean, she has a lot riding on this, too. Like, that's probably number one. Um, losing her agent status is also like a cool thing to her, right? Like she's been training. Well, it's not even cool. It's year. it's something. Yeah, I was gonna say it's something she's been working for. It's everything to her. It gives her a place in Shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, um, what was it? it? Was last season when she actually became a full on official Shield agent was. Was that the day Shield went down, or like within? Yeah, or the day before. She had it for less than twenty four (laughs) hours. So, you know, she she was able to hold on to it after that. So, like, that's that's good. That's important. But yeah, 
it's basically her whole life at this point is shield stuff mm-hmm it's true but in uh trading that information uh andrew tells her that uh may was not a bridezilla unfortunately for him but that they eloped which not surprising i don't think may would want a lot of people around ever right she's probably disappointed that andrew had to be there but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah they uh take a little break Uh, right now in case you couldn't figure it out i'm focusing all on the andrew stuff and then we'll switch back and forth um oh that's good yeah i did not figure that out (laughs) (laughs) we're skipping all the other stuff this is the important stuff the romantic relationship between may and andrew (laughs) all right anyway um uh, Scott or Fitz walks in on uh, May flirting with Andrew in the kitchen. <laughs> that was interesting. It's it's like he kind of had this this deer in the headlights look. Like he just stepped in uh, and then slowly walked out. More As like a Fitz in the moves. Twilight Zone. <laughs> it's like did did I did I walk into a parallel dimension? What what the hell is happening? <laughs> I so, think it was m- more uh, May's laugh scared him away because we all know how terrifying May's laugh is. Uh huh. Right. So even this, like, where the character May is like actually enjoying herself and laughing, even that sounded very fake. Like, mm-hmm. maybe this is her real laugh. <laughs> So, so that's kind of what I, I was thinking. Like, we—I feel like we've joked about this before, but maybe Ming Na Wen actually can't laugh. Like, maybe she is bad at it, or she sounds bad, or always fake when she does it. I don't know. I'm going to have to watch Mulan. <laughs> I mean, because I'm not subjecting myself to Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter. So, I was like, I'm thinking about Mulan. I'm like trying to remember when she. Yeah, no, she fake laughs in that. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like we had this exact conversation. Yeah. Shoot. I have yeah, to watch Wreck like, Ralph 2, which I'm going to see anyway because it looks awesome. It does look <laughs> awesome. Have you seen the the other trailer that popped up on the internet recently? Um, With like the longer thing uh, with the like, longer Merida thing talking. with the yeah, with the princesses in pajamas. Yeah, I was super yeah. soaked. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think we heard Mulan talk yet, but I definitely remember no. Merida talking. It's just mm-hmm. no one's understanding her, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. <laughs> Anyway, um, they let, I guess, because there's absolutely nothing to do in that little room, Sky just went back to sleep right after the interview. And she's having another shaky nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. So, ev- yeah. yeah which Everybody is really re- scary. Because yeah. right? now she can't go to sleep without. Uh, without yeah, she's holding fear. it in so much that it gets her while she's asleep. Mm hmm. Which is a terrible, terrible thing. Yeah. Um, everybody runs in with like a completely different reaction. Um, Andrew's calming. May is terrifying because she's just like, you're shaking everything, stop it! And then Simmons wants to sedate her, which is probably freaking her out, but it will be calming. So I don't know that it'll be calming so much as, uh, well, now you don't have to do that because your body can't build up enough of anything to do it. Yeah, I'm probably like the scientific definition of calming. <laughs> yes, yeah. technically your body is calm, but emotionally you're not. Yeah. 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 Um. Then a little later, uh, they're having a little more of the interview, and uh, suddenly she's getting too much pressure. She's starting to shake the room again, but we find out she's not. We find out the bus is taking off because May is like the least considerate person on earth. I love May. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I was like, "You go, girl." I would have done the same shit. Mm-hmm. And then we, uh, the only way to find out why May is uh, taking off is to switch back to the other storyline. So back, to, back to the breakout in Arkham Asylum. I mean, Brynmore Asylum. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Brynmore Asylum, which is not real, but also has nothing to do with the comics. So I think it's just an Arkham Asylum ripoff where they keep all their psychos. <laughs> yeah, that was my first thought, too. Yeah. 
So, um, we get, uh, the Frightastic Four in their RV. Uh, Cal's looking like a lost dad trying to find his way with his dysfunctional family. Mm-hmm. And, um, he has Francis use his super strength to break them into the, uh, the asylum. We find out that uh, Bryn Mawr, like most prisons, has a sub-basement that is not on any of the blueprints that houses unstable, gifted people, which I'm assuming most places have that. Probably. It's got to be standard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, of course, uh, Bobby and Coulson go check it out with, you know, no one backing them up like you do. And we find out that uh, they have only two people unaccounted for uh, in that sub-basement. One of them is John Bruno, who's a military assassin, who was obsessed with finding people, finding creative ways to kill. Which, other than him being an assassin, what makes him super? Uh. Uh. Yeah, I got nothing. Um, yeah. the act, the actor who plays him is the, uh, same actor who fought Thor in the original Thor movie, Jamal Duff, who I'm assuming is also the guy named Duff Beer after. So he's a pretty popular guy. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, he attacks and, Sim- uh, I wrote Simmons fights him off, which is completely wrong because Simmons not there and she would die instantly. <laughs> Bobby fights him off. <laughs> <laughs> But they find out that the other person, who the only actual superpowered person, is also missing. Uh, his name is very on the nose. His name is David Angar, which makes me think David Anger. <laughs> is it but, Angar spelled A N G A R? Yeah, A N G A R. Okay. In the comics, his name is Angar the Screamer, because he he screams and leaves people paralyzed apparently yeah um he got his powers from experimental radiation that messed up with his voice so i would think of more of like a hulk villain i guess if if we were going by how they got their powers yeah yeah but in the comics he got his powers from uh drax's daughter moon dragon who she used him to try to fight Thanos. So, I guess a scream is quicker than a snap. But sometimes, yeah, he yeah he ended up uh, being just a regular Daredevil and Iron Fist villain. So he's just been a little bit of everywhere. <laughs> huh. Yep. Um, they go into his room, his cell, and they find the sign that says "Fight On," which, which... makes no sense. To me, yeah, the the connection makes no sense because they find out that they went to a football game, but fight on could mean a lot of things. Yeah, like for example, um, Cal saying, "All right, you and I, we're fighting. It's on." (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) So yeah, so um. Going down the um the index, like looking at the index of the people that he chose to use against Coulson, these except for Angar, who paralyzes everyone who hears him scream, these are like really lame supervillains. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. really are. <laughs> My thought thinking was before Loki attacked, they probably seemed like bigger problems. And I think like this level of super villainy is what Mac was probably signing up for. <laughs> it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, what? I can handle this alien stuff. That's no way. But this I can deal with. <laughs> that's a good point. A person who put knives on their hand on their fingers. Oh, yeah, we can fight with that. Someone who's really strong. OK, sure. We've got technology. But uh yeah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. 
I mean, Screamer McGee, which I think is a better name than Angar. Screamer McGee, that's a problem. They should... Well, we'll get there. But I'm trying to think of, like, why didn't Bobby and Coulson, like, wear earplugs? (laughs) Yeah, I don't... It would make sense. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing... Well, they actually, they figured that out in the 40s. I mean, Sousa wore earplugs to fight Dr. Faust. So (laughs) it worked out. (laughs) The only thing I can think of is they know it wouldn't work because they have his files and they were looking at them earlier when they were on the bus. Mm -hmm. Like, so maybe that's in the notes. Like, well, you're just kind of on your own. Good luck. Uh, We tried (laughs) earplugs. It didn't work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, um, I wrote this down, but I can't remember how we found out this information. But uh, oh, I think he told him Cal uh does have a power that we've been hinted at. He says that he's uses chemistry to give himself super power, super strength, because he wanted to be special. Hmm. Um, yeah, and he gives them a sob story about how they how shield stole his family and how Coulson is a terrible person with cheap suits. Right. <laughs> Says the man with the cheapest suit on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was probably a very nice suit when he bought it in 1987. Right. But now, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, while they're trying to figure out, where Cal went. Bobby and uh, Colson have a little heart-to-heart about Hunter. And Bobby kind of lies to him about why Hunter left, even though we know he did not leave. He is tied to a toilet. Or a sink. But I like to think more of a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, she, yeah, she's lying through her teeth. Do you think Colson's a good enough agent to know that he's li- that she's lying? I think so. Um, yeah. Only because, and I'm, I'm not exactly spoiling it. Um, like in future episodes, we find out a little bit more about what Coulson's job was before Marvel's the superhero stuff happened, um, mm-hmm. and that was kind of his thing. Like he wasn't, uh, um, he wasn't exactly, uh, you know, like guessing if people were lying all the time but that was kind of one of his things right that was part of it and my assumption is colson was really good at his job that's how he got so high and where he is so yeah i would say that that colson is good at that part yeah all right yeah i i figured like he's more than just a suit obviously and more than cheap suit yeah well a cheap suit or a nice suit i mean I don't know. I'm not a fashionista or fashionisto, you know, man, masculine. But, um, I forgot where I was going. So never mind. All right. <laughs> I was like, and I had, I probably had a point somewhere, but I lost it. <laughs> but um, Coulson, because he's having this conversation, his subconscious is still working on the problem. And he realizes that fight on the most generic fight phrase ever or slogan ever for a high school must be his hometown, Manitowoc, Wisconsin. <laughs> um, which, in my opinion, maybe Alicia will argue this, this uh, might put down the argument that Coulson was alive in the 40s. Because, because he went because, or at least that was Coulson in the thing. Because the thing happens in New York City, right? Uh, when they see the kids fighting, and he grew up in Manitowoc, Wisconsin. It's a cover story. It's a cover story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced. God damn it! And it's possible he moved after the war. It's possible his family would have moved. Well, yeah, but his dad taught there and was respected in him. But he says he died when he was eight. We could move to New York. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I don't know. That's what I'm going with. I, I don't. Damn it. I thought I had you. Wait. Yep. <laughs> did, did Colson I'll, say I'll, I will argue my way out of a box. <laughs> What'd you say, Al? Did Colson say he went to that high school or he, he didn't get the chance, his, but his dad taught there? His dad taught there. Okay. So he didn't actually go there as a student. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. I don't know for sure. Maybe. But anyway, whether or not he went to that high school, I feel like Manitowoc, Wisconsin is a good fit for Colson because he's a very down to earth middle America guy. And this I imagine this as being like the middle of middle America. Yeah. Very much at its core. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so um as soon as they figure out well they kind of figure out it's the trap um because he's luring him home colson calls for backup which is why may takes andrew and sky off with the bus without telling them because she's a jerk (laughs) and then um in the middle of the football field uh angar the screamer takes off his mask and has a Extends his giant snake-like jaw right. and Why screams was that in front of everybody. I have no idea. What, why did rem- they have to accentuate the scream with the "Hey, ah. my mouth's gonna get really, really big"? It's like that makes no damn sense. The scream doesn't That's come the- from your mouth; it comes from your damn vocal cords. Thank you very much. Your vocal cords have to expand so your mouth expands to accommodate it. No, that makes no sense. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> It does remind me of uh, The Mummy with Brendan Fraser. That mummy's mouth kept expanding really wide. Yeah, but he also ate people. Like a snake. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. didn't. Go back and watch that movie. He eats people. I I watch it frequently. That's one of my go-to movies. He eats people. Uh, No, he doesn't. He sucks out their life essence, but he doesn't eat them. He absorbs them, but not with his mouth. I was pretty sure he ate somebody. No, I'm like, this is a hill I will die on. He does not eat people. <laughs> you, you die on a lot of hills, Tony. Well, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> I will. But you know what? I have yet to die on one, but it's one I'm willing to die on. Uh, I see. <laughs> yeah. Just shows you how good my my argument skills are. Yeah, he doesn't eat people. He does make a sand face in the sandstorm and he like chomps on the plane but that's not him that's the sandstorm <laughs> i remember that part and the sandstorm <laughs> isn't eating anyone no it's just making the engine sandy so brendan fraser and the british guy and the old british guy crash <laughs> anyway back to <laughs> the mummy minute all right <laughs> mummy three the one no one talks about isn't that scorpion right. king no, no, that's Mummy Two and a Half. Mummy Three is the Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, the one with Jet Li in it. What? Chinese mummies. Yeah, I, I didn't know it. about that one. Yeah, I saw Scorpion King in theater. Why are we still t- talking about the mummy? And I did it. <laughs> because I did you it. said three. <laughs> I was like, I asked which one it was. <laughs> Wait, Tony, did you say there was a two and a half? Apparently, well, it took, like they they made it after Mummy Two. Right, so that makes King. it three. So I can, no, no, oh, because okay, it's not right. the Mummy franchise. It's like it is the it's Mummy. A they br- they basically it's, brought that's back not, that's the like calling the incredible. That's like calling the incredible Hulk the Iron Man two. As, no, because they tossed the rock in as the Scorpion King, like at the end. The yeah, end. Yeah. It wasn't that's about him. No, that's Mummy two. That's Mummy two. What was? Wait, then what was? That's three? called the Mummy Returns. Mummy three is the Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Oh, I called I called the Scorpion King two and a half because that was a whole separate movie oh, that was like a see, prequel okay, that spin-off. Was without, oh, you're talking about the Scorpion King movie, the one without the mummy in it, the one I never Correct. saw. Yes, I thought the one with the mummy in it was number three. No, the one with the mum, mummy returns is the second one. That's the one with the Rock being really crappy CGI at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? I feel like this is y- yes, I have I have all three mummy movies on my DVD shelf, and I have none of the Scorpion King movies, but I know <laughs> the Scorpion King's in the Mummy Returns. 
So I never saw the first Scorpion King. And then I, I only saw this was so this was like eight years ago. And then I found out there was like a Scorpion King like three or four. I, I want to say it was four. And I remember thinking I didn't know there was a two or a three. So then that mm-hmm. night I had to go to Blockbuster and rent it. So this I don't is how know long about ago a four. I'm now. looking at it right now and uh, I'm only seeing one, two, and three. Mummy one came out in ninety nine. Mummy returned. No, comes out uh, in Scorpion King, not Mummy. Oh, uh, let yeah. me see. Yeah, like, uh, oh, I mean, it it doesn't matter. I'm just saying how like they made a ton of those movies and they were oh, all Jesus. just like straight to DVD or something. You're right, they did. How, I mean, how many were there? Yeah, uh, there's at least four. Oh, not including the mummy ones. <laughs> so, people don't give enough credit. Apparently, the mummy franchise has seven movies in it, at least. <laughs> uh, they, according to what I'm looking at, apparently they include Hercules in this, too. Like, there's a movie called the, Hercules. Not that's the one with The Rock a few years ago. Is uh, it? Yep. That's what it looks like. Because that would make no continuity no. sense. Because he used don't... to be the Scorpion King. I looked up the Scorpion yeah, that... King movies, and everything that comes across the top is the Scorpion King, Scorpion King 2, 3 and 4, the Mummy, Tomb of the whatever the fudge, uh, the Mummy, Hercules, and the Mummy Returns. Those are all the movies across the top of the bar when I looked up that. All right. We're canceling Marvel what? Cinematic um, Rewind. We are going to the <laughs> Mummy universe. <laughs> this seems like a much deeper world. Right? <laughs> well, okay, really quick. I mean, I'm assuming you still have it open. What year did the Hercules movie come out? 2014. Oh, that's the one with The Rock in it. Yeah. Oh, really? That makes that's no sense. Don't look at me. I didn't do it. <laughs> I'm just way, letting you know what's across the top of my screen. By the way, that was a really good movie. Was the Hercules I, movie with the rock? Oh, I love it. I honestly think this is the second time we've brought it up on the podcast. I really? feel like we've oh. brought that before. <laughs> Maybe well, I should I watch it. I recommend watching it. Yeah, I think you should. <laughs> okay. It's it's not what you think. Like it is it's really good. <laughs> okay. Well, um Angar the Screamer takes his mask off, stretches it out very mummy like even though he did not eat people and, and um he screams like his name says out of angar i'm assuming and he puts people and all those freaking birds to sleep he killed all those birds because <laughs> they hit the ground yeah. so if a plane was going over like what's what's the range on the height because he wasn't aiming up right like he was he was just aiming forward and it was still grabbing a bunch of birds like would he have gotten a plane of people if there was one going overhead? I I would like to think it depends on how the, far the sound waves go. Because the birds okay. were have good hearing. They were within earshot, probably. But Coulson... I think what Bobby and Coulson are probably walking up by this point, but they're out of range of the sound. So... Okay. Yeah. So they're they're like in the building or something, or at least walking through the halls. Yeah, maybe, or maybe a couple blocks away. Because where where's the closest place they could land a Quinjet? Probably in a park, <laughs> far away, or in the middle of the football field, which was probably lot. really good opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Either way, so uh, we get uh, Cal announcing. That it's going to be the Shield Eagles versus the Slicing Talon Talons. <laughs> Probably yeah, looking at razor blade hand. Right, I was like, eh, you needed to have thought about that more no. before you got there, dude. No. no, even though I want Shield to win, I can't argue with a name like Slicing Talons, even though apparently I can't say it. Talons. Okay, there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um. From making that announcement, uh, Coulson walks into the middle because, uh, like, I'm the one you want. Let all these people go. Mm-hmm. And Cal shows up almost right behind him because he apparently has super speed. He gets yep. there really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and Cal, like an idiot, uh, assumed that he came alone because he doesn't even have his razor blade people looking for them, the slicing talents, looking for anyone else. And then, uh, well, I mean, you're, this is just the okay. bad guy assuming the good guy is full good, right? Like, yeah, playing by the rules. Come alone. Yeah, exactly. Come alone. Well, I guess that means he's going to come alone now. 
Good yep. thing I told him. Case I told, closed. Yeah. I told him to come alone, and he came alone. <laughs> um, but he did not come alone, because the person he came with is still hiding. But the people he didn't come with show up. Uh, May uh, comes up with uh, Sky at gunpoint, almost as a hostage. Right. But not not really as a hostage. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Uh, Cal is really um interested in what kind of powers Sky got. Like he he was hoping for wings. Right. I would want wings. <laughs> no, seriously, I really would love to be able to fly. And yeah, I I would yeah. prefer like Superman style flight because wings just are unwieldy. They can be, but I think yeah. this would be cool. I think of um uh X Men three. Though the worst of the X-Men. Or one of the worst. <laughs> I want his wings. Uh, I would take those wings in a heartbeat. <laughs> those, those, you couldn't. I don't care. I don't fits. care. It's actually way easier for a girl. Back. No, it's way easier for a girl. You just do a drape uh, yeah, style true. in the back. I would totally do it. Have you read uh, Saga? Uh, the comic? Maybe. No. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's kind of like a. Romeo and Juliet type story, story mm-hmm. but it's all sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And it's these two races of people. One race has uh, horns, like all different types of horns. Mm-hmm. And the other race has all different types of wings growing out of their backs. Uh, um, it's... Uh, the winged race is all sci-fi and scientific. And the, um, the horn race are all fantasy and magic style. Hmm. And they're in the middle of a war. It's really good. It's like yeah. one of the best comics that have come out. Like it has won awards and stuff. Okay. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah. Highly recommend. I think Al, I gave you the first volume of that. Yeah, you did. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I really got to read more. It was really weird. Yeah. Because there's the people with the TV heads also. <laughs> I didn't fully understand where they came into play. That's that's what kind of got me. But uh, I gotta I gotta get more of those. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's spider people and lying cats. Cats that can tell people if they're lying. It's really good. It's really weird. But anyway, since we're doing everything to avoid talking about this episode, let's try. <laughs> can we? Can we wrap? Let's try up? to finish this episode. <laughs> we're we're off on tangents all over the damn place today, which tells us something about this damn episode. Yeah, I actually I don't mind this episode. I like the slicing talents. They're probably I didn't. I wish they showed up more. Actually, I don't. But I'd like to think I would want them to show up more. <laughs> anyway. Um, Angar is about to uh, yell over the radio and probably kill everyone who's listening to this local sports team. <laughs> so, like, nine people. Right. But suddenly, uh, Superhero Landing 24 happens, and Eyeless Nightcrawler shows up again. And he takes Cal. Right? It was like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't take Sky. Doesn't take any of these other weirdos. Nope, just but Cal. Yeah. Just Cal. Um, and it made me think that our superhero landing numbers are going to skyrocket if the guy stays on the show very much longer. Because right? every time he teleports, he he's <laughs> adding another superhero landing. <laughs> but we were just talking about uh, Angar's powers. Would yelling over the radio even work? Because isn't it suddenly become a different type of wave? It's no yes, longer just a sound wave. It's a different wave? frequency. Yeah. yeah, it's a different so, frequency. Well, it's radio waves instead of sound. It it depends on what exactly is triggers the power. it. Yeah, exactly. So I don't want to do spoilers, but there is a character in a later Marvel series where they kind of explain the person's power and. Mm. Um, it's the the way that they talk about it. It sounds like the like like over a radio or something would not affect it, but there's like other stuff involved. So maybe there's other stuff like that we don't know. Maybe it's not actually his voice. Maybe it's something else, and he just likes using his voice. Yeah, something Marvelly would be like tapping into the dark dimension and using stuff like that. Yeah, or that that works. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> Anyway, um, after Cal leaves, it gets wrapped up pretty quickly. Phil takes out Angar. 
uh, which I don't know why Angar didn't just yell to take out all the rest of the Shield Eagles. Right. Yeah. And then uh, Sky and Andrew are told to run, and we get a slow mo May run up to fight with this strong football player guy, uh, Franklin Noche, or Francisco Noche, or something like that. Frankie, Frankie, Frankie Ann. <laughs> and then uh, Bobby uh, fights Razor Lady, who's trying to pretend to be Catwoman, but she's not as good as Bobby's Mockingbird. Um, who knocks her out with a chair. And then during all this, Sky is very stressed, and she gets freaked out and starts another uh, rumble in the earth. Alicia? Yes. What? You had your name by the rumbles. Rumble or rumble? I know. I don't remember what okay. it was. It's been so long. Well, she she controls her oh, rumble. Oh, it oh. was the freaking microfractures. I was yeah. so, like, I was like... What the hell? I was like, how? Like, she didn't get him before, or if she did, she was getting him so slowly. But, like, if, like, I have chronic sciatic nerve pain. If anything mm-hmm. is wrong with my body, I know pretty much instantly that something's not right. How did she not feel pain the whole time this was happening, building up to what happened? Like, dude, that would hurt, like, hell you know i don't think i think this might be the first time that it's happened it just splintered no, her they bones said, uh, no when simmons was talking about it later she said it was it had been building for a while it started microfractures and got bigger and bigger each time oh. she held it in oh well how small are microfractures could that be something that you don't feel like especially if no. it starts on the inside right it's because still- yeah, it still causes damage to the bones, and it may not be an outward nerve sensory pain, but you still have the pain of your body's trying to heal, and uh, the it would still ache because I don't know. You get a sprained ankle, nothing's broken, mm-hmm. but that shit still hurts. Yeah, I I imagine Sky is it's more about her personality type, where she'll have the sore arm. But she's like, there are so many bigger problems out there. There's no reason to bring it up in this situation. She might have been feeling sore, but not thinking it'd be as bad as what ended up happening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, yes. Sky pretty much shatters her. No, not shatters, but crumbles her bones. And then we get um a little bit of uh, Simmons talking to Coulson about her report on like scientific side of Sky, where she doesn't give her a like a name like enhanced or something. She has inborn powers and it needs a new name. I would recommend Inhumans, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because they've got to have a bunch of different types. Because, like, if assuming they put like Thor and Loki on the index, what do they consider him? Yeah. Or would they would they be able to put them on the index? Like, because I thought the index was only for people they are uh, taking care of. I guess not. Uh, not no. people that they know no. The about. index is is for they're on these the ones that are dangerous are on a special index. They're in the dangerous index, but there's the regular index. Yeah, I think the index is more any superpowered person. Like, oh, okay. Captain America's on the index. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Would so any Asgardians that have shown up on Earth, like those three, right, that they know of then? Well, yeah, I mean, we know there have been six because the uh, Warriors three showed up on Earth too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Um, yeah, and then would that have to be a different category? Would. Doctor Strange, when he learns his abilities, is that a different power? Because he didn't enhance himself, like, physically. He wasn't born with it. He learned his power. So, gotta think. Are there a bunch of different types of powers? Yeah, they definitely need more categories. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, um, Andrew leaves, and he recommends that Sky also leaves, which we all know is not going to happen. (laughs) <laughs> and then um yeah that's the end of storyline b 
but and then we're going to slip to a very short storyline C, which is uh back to Mac and Hunter. Um, Mac uh brings Hunter pizza and beer like the old times, but you know Hunter is still chained to a sink, so not like the old times. And he tries to you know say we're still friends and reminisce. But it is, it's not working because the time he's reminiscing about was a cover and a lie to Hunter, just like right now. <laughs> and then they bring uh, Mac uh, takes Hunter to the real shield, the other shield that they are secretly working for. <gasps> With a snazzy. Oh, my logo. God. <laughs> right. Which isn't super different, but it's not the same either. Yeah, it's the shape is like Cap's uh, classic shield. Yeah, classic shield. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was and wondering then, if this was like the old shield logo or something. Probably, we did. We should go back. Um, in the episode called "The Hub," when you know they go to the hub, uh, uh-huh. you see a bunch of different style shield shields when they have the Wall of Heroes, where they show like whatever era they were in you see that version of the shield. And I remember, I think, I think that was one type of them, but I'm not completely sure. And I'm, I'm thinking that this is, is this hinting towards like Captain America civil war where we're going to have two types of shield fighting. Ooh, maybe. I mean, they're filming, they're filming it. They wrote it at this time. It's only a year out. I don't know. I think the filming's nearly done by that point. Yeah. Because they got to do all the touch-up shit and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd like to think that this is foreshadowing, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and then Maybe. our last... Maybe. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, that's Maybe. it. I was, just, oh. I was just saying words to make sounds on the podcast. Yeah. You can yeah. ignore yeah. me. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we get our last little bit where Cal is in like Gordon's area. We don't know anything about that area yet. He is in detention. Yeah. Yeah. And he has destroyed that room. Yeah. Um, yeah. It looks like uh, what Loki's room looked like when he took away his um, illusion in Thor it's the Dark It's not World. the same, though. Like. No. Loki no. was grieving. He had every right to destroy that room because he didn't get to see his mother. He didn't get to say, like, have conversations with her when he got locked up. Mm-hmm. That that is totally understandable. Cal's just an asshole. Cal, he's grieving in his way. He got taken he's away from asshole. his daughter. Well, yes, it's two, but so is Loki. <laughs> They're both evil. Big differ. Nope. They're both evil. They're both evil, nope. except for, nope. you know what? Loki had his redemption in Infinity War right before he died. And he uh, had his redemption in Ragnarok, too. <laughs> I, I'll i debate that, but we'll debate that way down the line when we get to Ragnarok. I don't mm-hmm. think... Yeah, I don't think he's he's reformed yet. But And we don't know. Maybe Cal will get reformed as well. We'll see what happens. Do you think Cal's going to be reformed, Alicia? No. Okay. There's her prediction. Write it down. Southern Stone. Yep. Hey, this is my uh, called it corner. I don't think Cal get, does a redemption. Unless he dies for his daughter, he ain't redeeming himself. Yeah. We'll see. And then uh, we find out that Cal has been brought to speak to somebody. And Cal's in trouble. Neener, neener, neener. And then we're finally done with this overly long episode. All right. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get this going. Go, Al. Cool. <laughs> Nobody needs to discuss any more shit. Go. <laughs> Man, we are we are uh, really really ready to finish this one up. We, we should have spent twenty minutes go. talking about the mummy. All right. <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, this has been Agents of Shield, uh, season two, episode thirteen. One of us. Uh, listen next week when we will talk about episode fourteen, Love in the Time of Hydra. And as always, please remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind. And please give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app, assuming you like this. Otherwise, alternate shield.
Keep going, Alicia. No, no. All right. All right. <laughs> I was like, all right. So this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2, Episode 13. One of us signing off. Have a marvelous... I will shoot you. Have a marvelous day. Bye. <laughs>